Ready to go? Yep. Let's do it. Guess what? I got a fever. You give me fever. Fever. In the morning. A fever all through the night. Okay, folks, welcome to episode 38 of the Dynasty Fever podcast. Uh, my name is Brian Ford, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jesse Schneeman. Jesse, how are you doing? Hey, hey. Great as always. Yeah. Jesse, uh, if for those of you who don't know, is the world's most expensive salad maker. <laughs> it was today, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're all rookied out, and uh, draft's coming up Thursday, so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, uh, the actual draft and, and what it might mean. Uh, for for fantasy, particularly dynasty, um, not just the rookies themselves, but how the draft will play out. But before we even get there, we've got uh, some NFL news, and uh, and 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 it'll lead us into something Jesse wants to talk about. Uh, I've only seen a few blips here and there in some group chats and tweets. Uh, why don't you tell us uh, about what's going on? Okay, well, I mean, it's probably smoke, more smoke than anything. So, um, but I want to bring it up because I think it can lead us to some good dynasty talk. Right. So does it, as far as theory and, and specific players. So the rumor is that the Packers are trying to acquire Darren Waller. I think most reasonable people, you know, dynasty players or anybody following the NFL would think, why wouldn't they just have included him in the Adams deal? But apparently because Adams was on a franchise tag and Waller's under contract, there's there's it, it violates an NFL rule and they couldn't. Um, I'm not sure. I, I mean, I, I know that NFL trades take a long time, so I'm not sure why. Um, I'm not sure exactly why um, it's taken this long, but I know that NFL deals aren't, aren't simple. A lot of times they can be complicated mm-hmm. and there's a lot of little, you know, money move in and swapping late round picks and stuff like that um, just to get their trade chart, charts right. But um, what, have you seen anything on this, Brian? Do you think there's any, fire to the smoke you know uh, like i said i i had been on some zooms tonight and i saw in in, uh, in our in our group chat and like one tweet about it um you know i i don't really think i'm qualified to say whether the, whether it's legit or not uh, i do think it's i do think it's uh, it's it would be big news uh, if, if if true i just think i don't know like uh, I, I would have to see the, the 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 supposed details of the deal because as far as I know, Green Bay was supposedly in some cap trouble, and I don't think Waller is all that inexpensive. But I, you know, I wouldn't know. So, uh, yeah. what do you think? Yeah. Cap Smith. Yeah, true. Yeah. So you know, that's how I feel anyway. <clears throat> Especially as an Eagles fan, they they use void years like no other, um, which makes sense. You know, if the cap's going to keep going up and up, then why not push your why not push cap space to future years? Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I'll, I'll say as far as the validity goes is pretty soon after that spoke came out, um, Derek Carr tweeted like, LOL, no way. Like, okay, not going to happen. Kind of. I forget what exactly, but pretty much, you know, there's no way that that's happening ever. So, I mean, if, <clears throat> if he feels that confident to be that cocky, but obviously he's not the GM either. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't, I don't think there's any actionable 
moves with Darren Waller. You know, I, I don't I, I, any actionable advice. I'm sorry with with Darren Waller. There's there's you're not going to trade him or not trade him, especially like if he changes team. I don't really think it, he changes value all that much. No, I don't think so. He's in a pretty good spot right now, and would be in a pretty good spot in Green Bay. So yeah, right. Um, I mean, his, his value might go up a bit. I don't know, but let me ask you this. Okay. I got an offer of the 309 for Foster Moreau. Now, normally I'd be like, yeah, I'll, I'll keep the, I'll keep the tight end because 309, who cares? But this year, for as much as we've been going over these deep rookies and from what I saw in the one draft that I did prior to the NFL draft, one rookie draft I did, 309, you can probably get a pretty good player. Like it's a very deep draft. I've been I've been last week kind of sneaky sending out offers for third round picks. Interesting. Okay. Um so if Waller okay, so if Waller doesn't get traded, right? Um this person's not gonna want to trade for Moreau, right? Right. If, he has zero. He has right. zero value. Basically, I might get a fifth round pick from the Waller owner at best. If Waller yeah. doesn't get traded. Wait, no, does get traded. Right. Then you can probably get more than 309 for him, I would think. Right. I mean, well, that's that's what I guess what I'm asking. Kenya. I mean, do you think. If that happens, are they going to draft a guy? that they might like better than Moreau. I mean, is it guaranteed that he's true? And, and even if he is the guy, did, did you think he really looked good last year when Waller was hurt? No, I mean, he had some flashes last year, but I don't, I wouldn't say that he's somebody that, that is going to be a reliable, you know, right. tight end one, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I, it seems like the kind of guy that could disappear for weeks on end. Yeah, you know? So what, what, so just for reference, uh, I, I finished up, uh, a mock, a four-round mock with a slow, slow one with the uh, some Dynasty Fever, uh, 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 Dynasty Rewind patrons, and at the three hundred eight, I got Justin Ross, and at the three hundred no, at the three hundred at the three ten, I got Justin Ross. The pick before me was Jerome Ford. The pick after me was Tyler mm. Algier. Mm. Well, you love Jerome Ford, and I really like Algier, so. Yeah. And Greg Dulcich went before Ford. So that was, I was just about to ask about Dulcich. So yeah. that's in range. You know, he could very well fall to me. And I have him as, he's my second tight end. And I would say Dulcich's ceiling is probably higher than Moreau's ever going to get. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. Let's go ahead and accept this. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Why not? I mean, I mean, what's the worst <laughs> thing happens? I mean, the team is in a complete rebuild. That's the other thing that I didn't mention. So, yeah. I mean, not that I, even if I wasn't in a rebuild, I don't think I would be, I don't think I'd be, oh no. Ah, he pulled it. Ah, yep, 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 yep. Ah, oh well. Should have taken the 309 while I could. I we wanted to use it a as. First. What's that? We almost had a first, a trade going down on this, mm-hmm. on this podcast. I wanted, yeah, that's <laughs> kind of why I saved it. I wanted to yeah, do it yeah. on air, but. Yeah, I should have. I mean, it's only been like an hour. So I, I have one for you while we're at it. Um, not related to, to Waller, but related to uh, the draft. Um, 
I put out like a, a few, a few leagues. I put out the one-on-one uh, on the block, right. See what, see what people would, would do. And it didn't really get much. Uh, and then today I got uh, Jerry Judy and a 23 first uh, as an offer. Uh, the 23 first is probably early to mid. Uh, some people I talked to said they, I should try to get it sweetened with maybe a second, maybe even if it's a 24 second or, you know, if the person really wants 101, et cetera, et cetera. But our buddy, Dave Donaldson, Donaldson said, listen, wait, right? If Brees Hall goes to Buffalo, like, you know, to the moon, and you could probably get a better, better price for him. You know, I don't know how much more than that, but, uh, you know, if Brees Hall goes to some other team that is, I'm still probably going to be getting around that value. So why not wait? What do you think? Hmm. What if he goes to the Cardinals? Okay. Wait, is his is his value the same? What if he goes uh, to the Patriots? I saw someone talking about. I saw a mock with him going to the Patriots in the second round. Okay, really, last week. Um, I would say uh, I would rank them um, Bills. Cardinals, Patriots. I'm just saying, does what what does it do to his value? You know. Oh, okay. Uh, his so, so his value. value his value would be most with Buffalo, and I think then then second with uh, Arizona, and then last with the Patriots. That's 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 I guess what I was saying. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm just kind of throwing out hypotheticals to to say, do you think? I mean. I think there's also a chance, probably not as good a chance, but there's also a chance that he goes to a less desirable situation and you don't, you can't get that offer. I do think that's a really good offer. Um, okay. I, I love Jerry Judy. You know, I love the talent coming out. I don't, I mean, showed a little bit, a little bit of hands problems, but I think it was more concentration than anything. Um, mm-hmm. I just think he's going to be focused and fired up with a real quarterback. Um, Cortland Sutton probably fits Russ's skill set a little better, but mm-hmm. that's my concern. Yeah, but who can't play with Judy's skill set? He's the best root runner to come out since Jerry Rice, according to mm-hmm. McShay. Right. Mm-hmm. So if if a guy's just open all day, who can't play with that? You know, Russ can find him. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. That's how I see I it. Have and a, then, I have it. And then the other end of that is 23 firsts are at a premium. You know, the more and more you, you hear about that draft class, people are in love with it. So whether it's a better draft class than this one or not, the perception out there is that it is. Mm. And so those picks are more valuable. Mm-hmm. I have a, I have a, a, a sneaky team. Not sneaky, really. It's pretty obvious. But uh, I think the Texans are a good destination for running backs. Clear path oh, to volume. Agreed. Clear path of volume, improving team. Like, I, you know, again, I know people think I'm obsessed, but like, <laughs> you know, I could, I could see, you know, uh, 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 like a, maybe a spiller or something landing there or, or whatever. And I think, uh, I think that's a, that's a good spot. Yeah. Speaking of, of your Texans, your favorite team, I want to buy you, I'm going to buy you a Jersey for whoever they take in the first round this year, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to buy you. No, I'm going to get you a Brevin Jordan Jersey. Right I, I saw that they're looking to try to move up into the back of the first round and take a quarterback if somebody falls. Really? 
Yeah. Okay. That, 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 that breaks my heart, but um, <laughs> I know that's why Davis, I said I'm not, that's why I didn't say I was getting a Davis Mills jersey. Davis Mills for life. I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. Well, so I'll let's get that, into, I'm sorry. Go oh, ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was oh. just one more thing on the Texans that yeah. just to tell you the kind of mercenary I am in, in dynasty and the way I look at dynasty is um, I've always been a huge Brandon cooks fan guy produces everywhere he goes. I've won multiple redraft leagues with him. Just love him. Right. Mm-hmm. I just think he's consummate professional NFL receiver. Um, I, I hustled to trade him off of every single team at the end of last year. So uh, just made me think of Texans, you know, Texas just made me think of, um, you know, how you deal with aging players. And I, I just really feel like the cell window on Brandon cooks is still open. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I was getting, I wasn't getting first for him, obviously, but I think at one point I got two seconds and a third um, and I was getting them in packages and I got a, I got Juju straight up for him twice. Okay. I, I don't think Juju is as good a, a receiver as Brandon Cooks, not nearly, but the situation is great mm-hmm. now. Um, I don't, I'm not sure you can actually get that now, but, and he's also four or five years younger. Mm-hmm. So. Sure. Yeah, that'll that'll do. Yeah. And I can see I can see where you're coming from, you know, uh, you know, age and uncertainty with the Texans and the quarterback and, and all that. And uh, but with yeah. that, ex- with that extension, they're showing a lot of confidence in him. I, I would say his value that that helped him retain his value and keep his cell window open. Mm-hmm. So and, and I would argue that that extension for Tunsil and Cooks was a vote of confidence in Mills that we're not going to like blow things up. We're going to try to move forward, but you know, maybe that's me being optimistic. Either Mills or another young quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I saw in your tweet earlier that um, you're already preparing yourself for a disappointment in this draft. So, well, you know, drafts are always, I think at least for me, and maybe, maybe some people disagree with this, but I think they're always anticlimactic. We talk about these rookies. We get so hyped, you know, draft week and, you know, following all the mocks and the podcasts. And then, you know, know, people get picked and, you know, they, they, they hold their Jersey up, they take pictures and then, you know, and then we're scrambling to fix our dynasty rankings and it's all over. Like, I just, I don't, there are sometimes, yes, juicy things happen during during a draft, you know, certain trade ups and and that sort of thing or like really surprise picks. But like, I don't know, in the end, I think they're, you know, I'll watch and I'll be on the damn stream about it and it's going to have impact on my dynasty stuff. But I just think that like for all the stuff that goes into it, like the event is maybe kind of a letdown, but maybe maybe that's just me. I always tilt 15 different ways. It's a roller coaster for me. It's always a blast. Yeah. Never a letdown for me because I, I mean, I. Eagles fan. So we're going to yeah. make some trades every year. Yeah. We're going to draft, we're going to overdraft somebody. Um, <laughs> you know, we're going to find somebody in the sixth round. Nobody's ever heard of, you know, like it, it, it's a, always a roller coaster. I mean, can't tell you how happy I was when we drafted Jalen Rager mm-hmm. and how pissed off I was around like the next day when we drafted Hertz. Right. So you know? I was, I speaking- was you know, exactly wrong on that, but anyway, So I think the Eagles is a good segue into just, I just want to talk just a little bit before we get into my little games here. Like what is some draft buzz that we're buying and selling? You know, uh, I was working on a Devonta Smith trade today in a C to C 
And uh, the, the vibe seemed to be from the person I was working with, as well as some people I was asking about it. They're taking a wide receiver one in one of those two picks. Smith's going to be the wide receiver two. You know, people know that already. You can't, you're not going to be able to get what you, what you want for them. Okay. Well, these people have crystal balls, apparently. They're, they're all Merlin. So is that, is that buzz that you're buying or selling as an sell? Sell. I mean, I'll buy that we're going to, we very well could take a, a wide receiver in the first round, but mm-hmm. I think it's more likely that we trade up for a corner or a pass rusher. Uh, I don't see us staying pat, especially with the, what is it, the 18th pick now? I don't think we're going to stand pat with that. Maybe 15, because I think there probably are 15 first round graded players. They probably mm-hmm. have 15 first round graded players in this draft. But after that, yeah. They're either going to trade back or trade up. So we, we very well could get a wide receiver. But how do you, how does anybody know that that person is going to step in and be the wide receiver one immediately over Devontae Smith, the hardest working man in football, who, you know, Alabama, Alabama elite receiver. We traded up for him, you know, took him, what, ninth, tenth overall. Come on, man. Well, say uh, I've seen Alave mocked at 16 to the Saints a lot. So let me let, say he lands in, in Philly. Is he the wide receiver one ahead of Smith? Alave, that's not even Alave's skill set. You know, he's an X or move Z. You know, he's he's a move receiver, kind of. He's he's definitely not the, a, a guy that you, you know, line up as your boundary receiver and expect him to uh, win at the catch point and um, beat press every time with his strength. That's not his game. You know, you're hoping he can beat press with, with his quicks, but – more than likely you're going to have to put him in motion and move him around to get him off press. But will he be the one as far as like attention targets, you know? No, well, that, cause that player is never not really the number one, okay. you know, like, I don't know. I, that's maybe that's a little bit too old school or classic football thinking. I don't know, but I just, I, 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 I just find it really hard to believe that someone is anyone in this class is going to step in and just um, push Devonte Smith aside Number one and number two, who who just looks at the fact that a, a team gets a second wide receiver and automatically the receiver their their one receiver they have is is terrible. I mean, is that happening with Waddle now that Tyreek is there? Well, I you think know, people Waddle, are more down on Smith than they are on Waddle. Maybe it's because it hurts too, but you know that's that's okay. But I mean. It's dynasty, not redraft, and the Eagles are very likely. I mean, we we pushed one of our first round picks to next year so that we could trade up for Bryce Younger Stroud. It's obvious, mm. right? Okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, to to think that Hurts is the long term answer is probably foolish. I mean, this year, yeah, absolutely, he's the guy. But beyond that, all bets are off as far as I'm concerned. And if and if if Devonte Smith had someone like Drake London on the other side of him or Pickens, well, I'd love that George Pickens or London, but or even Traylon Burke, somebody with some size um, or even Garrett Wilson, someone with some yak ability. I mean, I, I think it's a really good compliment to his skill set. Mm-hmm. You know, Alavi, I think is there's a lot of overlap with Smith. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you get a big outside receiver, yeah, I mean, I, I think they would play really well together and Rager, is a slot, you know, unfortunately, um, even if he's even in Philly, you know, okay. by the start of the season. So, uh, uh, so uh, related to your point about somebody breaking my heart with Mills, 
what uh, what seems to be the the thing in the last couple of days is uh, we're going to see a, a a run at quarterbacks. Uh, people are going to trade up into the late first, and we're going to see like a like a Corral and Howell go or something like that. Like you know, are we buying that? Yeah, yeah, I am. I can see that. It happens a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it happened with Lamar. Um, Cleveland did it with. Clawson, Jimmy Clawson, I think it was. Bless, bust that was. Um, I think they also did it with Cody Kessler. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it, it happens a lot. Teams trade up into the back of the the first yeah. to to get a quarterback that's fallen. Um, it happened with Aaron Rodgers, didn't it? Or did the Packers just take him late? It's a long, it's a long time ago. Man. Yeah, but you know, my memory isn't that good. Yeah, <laughs> when when quarterbacks fall, you do see teams trading up, trading up for them. All right. Um, anything else that's, uh, you've been hearing lately that you're either like, eh, or, hmm. I mean, I find it highly unlikely that any of these quarterbacks are going to go in the top 10. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm buying that smoke. Um, so I mean, by, by that thought process, I would say Mariota might be a little bit safer, you know, than originally thought we'll see. They might still get a quarterback. I don't know, um, but even Drew Locke might be a little bit more safe. You know, at least at least somebody to have on your roster. Maybe flip him for a pick or two um, if he's a starting quarterback and guys start going down and he's somebody you can trade that is a starter. You know what I mean? I just I'm 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 just really starting to not believe that Malik Willis is going top ten, and I don't really think any of the other guys were ever really in consideration okay. for that. Okay, well, that brings you know, why don't we? I'm going to move forward then and skip my skip, but come back to my first game. And we're going to play the second game first. Okay. And that is, don't be surprised if, and you tell me if I'm way off here. So let's start with the quarterbacks. Don't be surprised if the Panthers trade out of uh, six overall, if the two tackles are gone and pass on Kenny Pickett. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all. You know, they desperately need offensive line help um if they can if they can trade back uh middle to end of the first round i think there are a couple good right tackles which i also think they need so yeah um if they can get more draft capital get a pick next year you know if they can get a if they can trade trade back at a first next year uh late first this year and maybe another um second or third then i think it's a good deal you know, because they can still, like I said, there there are there's a deep offensive line draft. So the more you can trade back and the more capital you can get, the more 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 bullets you have. Yeah, love it. Yeah, you know, I, I guess you know, it, there, I guess until the last few days there was some like, you know, oh they're going to take Pickett at, at at six and they saw him in a lot of mocks there. But um, yeah, I just uh, I don't I don't think it's happening. Um, I'd be floored. Yeah, I think they need to whether whatever they're doing with Darnold or whatever. I think they're more concerned about um, maybe winning in the next couple of years. I think, I think Matt rule kind of feels some pressure and, hmm. you know, I think, uh, I think, I don't, I think, I don't think you're going to see, you're going to see Pickett taken there. Yeah. Yeah. I think they are going to kind of feel it out and see if they can get, they might be one of the teams actually, no, they don't have a second or a third. So um, trading back really makes a lot more sense for them. And maybe they can trade back and get their quarterback, you know, you know, if they yeah. trade back into the back of the back of the first, maybe they get their quarterback there and get a second and maybe get some interior 
offensive line, um, which there's a lot of in the second round this year. Um, yeah, I really like that. I just, I never, I, I never bought Pickett at the, at the six. And also I saw a report that they're waiting until after the draft to possibly make a move on Baker. Yeah, could be. Yeah. yeah so yeah. they're probably, they're probably, I, I would guess that that's their fallback and they're going to feel the draft out, not press it and see if they can work something out for a quarterback later in the draft. And if not, you know, trade something for, you know, I don't know what, I don't know what Cleveland's looking for. It's obviously not a fifth or it already been done, hmm. you know, so maybe they can work something out. Maybe it's a fourth or maybe it's a, a third with the conditional, you know, if he meets certain conditions, it can move up to a second hmm. like they did with Wentz. Okay. Speaking of quarterbacks, let's stay on that now. Don't be surprised if the first quarterback doesn't go until 20 to Pittsburgh and Willis is not a first round pick. Hmm. So <laughs> it's funny to me because I don't, I, I don't think that um, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's head coach, head coach, I'm blanking on it. Tomlin. Yeah. I don't think Mike Tomlin changed his mind on Malik Willis. Early in this process, he loved every, the, all the reports were Tomlin loves Malik Willis. Pittsburgh loves Malik Willis. He's a good fit, blah, blah, blah. And then they signed Trubisky. And for some reason, they're um, now they then they love Pickett. You know, I've just seen a lot of contradictory reports. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Ritter go there. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Ritter's the more hot one lately. Um, It was Pickett. It was Malik. And then it was Pickett for a while. And now it's Ritter. Um, I I think it's pretty clear that they're going to get a quarterback there. I, I pretty much – I don't think that they're going to – like the, the whole narrative earlier in the offseason was, well, they love they love Malik Willis, but they don't have the ammo to move up and there's no way he'll fall, mm-hmm. you know, to 20. So if he falls to 20, I, I don't see why they would take him. Okay, so, let, so let's talk a little bit then about, about the fantasy uh, there, uh, fantasy fallout there. Trubisky is a bridge, but I don't, know how, I don't know how long a bridge you need to get to when Malik Willis will be a good quarterback year or two i think he's extremely raw mm-hmm. or i mean i don't i don't know do you so really what does that want do for claypool right who seems to be having a down value lately like now now you're looking at two three years until you know <laughs> you get yeah. a competent quarterback you know it ain't nothing nice for claypool you know i, I can say that i mean i, I mean if Malik Willis does develop, he does have the arm to take advantage of Claypool's sure. skill set. But that, that's, I don't know. It's a big F. Who the heck knows what's going to happen? The reason I like Malik Willis in dynasty drafts is because I think he'll hold his value mm-hmm. for a couple yeah. years and you, you'll be able to get another first out of him if you decide to move on. You know, I, I don't, I, I don't like him because I think he's going to be great. I have no idea. Like the rest of us. <laughs> Yeah, this I swear this class is the biggest who who knows that I've mm-hmm. ever seen at quarterback. So would you rather would you rather draft him and retain him and, and think that he'll retain his value and move him perhaps some other time if he doesn't work out? Or would yeah. you rather trade the out of that spot to someone who loves Willis and get something while oh, you're on yeah. the clock? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, this is this is the classic trade out of early pick 
type of dynasty draft. But I think you're gonna find, you're gonna find that it sort of mirrors the NFL draft where nobody nobody can move down right now. Mm, yeah, the Jags yeah. the Jags are desperately trying to move out of that 101, and nobody's taken. Really? Nobody's okay. Taken. Yeah. Yeah. They're. Yeah, and then so the last report was that they they're they're considering four different players at the 101. I don't. I mean, I. I uh, that's obviously coming from them. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Mm. If I were them, I'd be I'd be pumping up one guy. We love this guy. This guy's the one hundred and one in any draft to try to get somebody to trade up for. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't necessarily like their strategy, but and it, it doesn't matter. Nobody was trading mm-hmm. up this year anyway. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna see. I mean, other than maybe that Carolina, I don't think you're gonna see many trades until. Mm, like the second half of the first round, I think some mm-hmm. somewhere in there, you know, I, I think that's where the trades will start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's hard to see. I don't know. It's so many teams need tackle help though. And there are two mm-hmm. good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Two uh, good offensive tackles. And there are two, I can see the Eagles trading up for um, if sauce Gardner happens to fall a little bit, or if uh, uh, Derek Stingley happens to be there. Um, around the 10, 11, 12. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see that easily. All right. Don't be surprised if both Traylon Burks and George Pickens are not first-round picks. That would surprise the shit out of me. Okay. I think one of them goes. Because all it takes is one team to be in love with, you know, yeah. with that skill set. Yeah, I've, uh, I, you know, I, I've looked here and there about, you know, it just seems, I just, I just get the feeling that, that people are kind of getting down on them. Pickens more so um, as just, uh, you know, athletic, big upside, right, right. But like not predictable and, and, and flaws in their game and that they would rather go with, with something else. So I, I've seen Burks a lot to, uh, Arizona around like, I think they're like 23, somewhere in there, something like that. Um, fantasy purposes. What do you, what do you like about or not like about Burks to, to the Cardinals? I like Burks to the Cardinals. There's a lot of, he's bigger than Tony, but I think the skill set is similar um, where they're both. You either have to scheme them open or get them the ball close to the line of scrimmage and, um, yeah, you know, I, I don't think either one of them is a separator. So I don't love the fit. I think it kills it either. They either eat from each other or it just kills Rondale more. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I don't, I'm not sure they know how to use him anyway. Mm. Um, I, I love Rondale more skill set. I think that like you put him on the Niners. He's, he's a bad man. I just, I'm not sure they know how to use him. Speaking so, of the Niners, is Debo getting traded or what? Who knows? I mean, the way the NFL is now, who knows? Two years ago, three years ago, the way the NFL used to be before mm-hmm. the new norm, I mean, I'd have told you no way. Studs don't get traded in the NFL. But, I mean, this year, who the hell knows? I saw I mean, that the you Eagles, got, uh, you got Eagles Debo, are trying you got- to make a play. AJ Brown, you've got uh, uh, Terry McLaurin. I think I think I saw maybe one other, but seem to all want to want to get traded. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I don't. Do you think any of them happen? Any of those trades happen during the draft? 
could happen. Could happen. Um, yeah, the Eagles could give up. What? What I? The rumor I saw was uh, the fifteenth pick. I know I'm talking a lot of Eagles right now. Eh, it is what it is. The fifteenth pick, a second rounder, and Rager for Debo. I I would be doing cartwheels. Okay. I mean, you can't get Debo in the with the fifteenth pick this year. So let me ask you this: I've I've also well, heard maybe, yeah. I've also heard the Jets are in there and they've got pick ten and a lot of people are, are mocking London to them at pick ten. Mm-hmm. You're the Jets. Do you use that pick? And I mean, obviously it'll take more than ten, but uh, do you use ten to to get Debo and get a veteran in there, uh, or do you? Hell yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would, if I could get Debo with the 10 straight up, absolutely. Even if I had to throw in a third, I'd do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, anytime you can get a proven NFL all pro player, I don't know. I, I assume he was an all pro this year. Uh, yeah, absolutely over any prospect, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, and somebody that's as young as Debo about to go into a second contract, they obviously want to pay someone. You know, they were trying to do it with Tyreek. They, they've been in on um, they've been in on every wide re- big wide receiver that moved this year. Time for another game called If Then. All right. If Then. Um, let's see here. Let's start with uh, if Christian Watson, my wide receiver 11, goes in the draft before – 58th to Atlanta. So he's, he's basically got, you know, early ish, you know, day two capital, right? Mm. I will have almost zero of him in rookie drafts. What? Yeah. Why? I'm not sure. I understand what, what, okay. what's your reasoning is behind that. Okay. So I kind of, I, I mean, 58 seems a little random. I just kind of looked at like what teams need wide receivers, where, where are they picking and where do I think is a spot where like, he's going to get enough uh, hype buzz value bump in a dynasty draft that I might not take. Him, right. Cause I, I mean, I have him at 11 for upside, but I, I think He's not a he's not a guy I I, I like much, you know. So uh, are yeah. you're afraid that he's too much of an athlete and not not enough of a football player? Yeah, and yeah, yeah he's he's a project. Yeah, yeah, and and I I I don't think he'll be gettable if if he gets, you know, say mid mid second round capital. Yeah, hmm. gotcha. Okay, so gettable for is... for the way I want him. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So you, yeah. you're saying you think people will be just way too high on him, and you'd rather sit back and not jump at it i i, I think so yeah do you disagree I, do you like watson better no i don't disagree i'm a little bit of, i love you know i love the athletic ability but i i don't i don't i'm not jumping to get him right now i have i have him um late second round early third okay uh no, for I'm, not, ref- I'm not i'm not taking him over you know dotson or sky Moore. Okay. And he went he went two six in the in the mock I referred to earlier. Where did Mechie uh, go in that draft? Mechie went two twelve. Yeah, I'd way rather have Mechie every day of the week. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, and um I read that his medicals are clean and that he's expected um he's expected to make a full recovery, um, even a little quicker 
than Jamison Williams because I think it happened about a month earlier. Mm, and good news, yeah, yeah, Williams, uh, Jamison Williams medicals are clean too, both progressing very nicely in their rehab. That's 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 good. You like to hear that. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, today I kind of just said f it, and I like listen. My tier one is is four people. They're all wide receiver one. I, they're interchangeable to me. Let's just get them drafted and see what happens. And that's um, uh, Wilson, Alave, uh, London, and, and Williams. And it's just like, you know, I can yeah, I can make right an on. argument for just about any of them to be one, two, three, or four. So let's just fire it up and go. Yeah, right on. I'm with you. I, I have I I will say that I've, I've, I have probably London just a little lower in that tier, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I I probably have him fourth. Yeah. Well. We talked about uh, our friend uh, Spiller before and whether or not he might go to a, a place like the Bills. So let me walk you through this, right? In 2020, right, uh, the Bills were 17th in rushing attempts, okay? Mm-hmm. That turned into 20th in yards per carry and 20th in yards per game, okay? In 2021, the Bills were 13th in attempts, only four spots higher, but were sixth in yards per carry instead of 20th and sixth in yards per game instead of 20th. Yeah, that makes sense. They are. And, and even if you think, jo- I mean, and Josh Allen might be included in those stats for both years, right? So, like, you know, mm-hmm. even yeah, if, you, if, if you take the Josh Allen piece out, that means still there's some, right? Okay. Yeah, so it to- makes, it makes, I'm sorry, go on. No, go ahead. Well, I was going to say it makes sense to me because teams played um, changed the way they played them on defense mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. They started playing two high safeties on them, so there's more room to run. So I think whether it's the two high safeties or you know trying to mix things up and embrace the run more, whatever, right? I think people people are looking at the Bills as maybe I think a good destination for running backs. I think so too. So there's a I don't take. Love it. There's a take that that it's like, okay, well, they're a pass happy and Josh Allen's gonna vulture touchdowns, right? But I don't know. I, I see an increase in the run in the run game. And I think if certain backs go there, Allen's not gonna be vulturing many touchdowns. There's a long way to saying my if then is if the Bills take Brees Hall at 25 or Kenny Walker at 57, they will become automatically a top 12 fantasy running back. Uh, uh, dynasty running back as in the ranks to start the year. I wouldn't have them there. Okay. Uh, I could definitely see you know, some people will mm-hmm. consensus. I'm not sure. Like if you mm-hmm. look, if you look around that 12, 13, 14 range, um, you know, I, I took a peek at fantasy pros the other day. That's uh, Cam Akers, Saquon, um, Dobbins, there's some pretty mm-hmm. pretty elite names there. So for, yeah. for for him to just be above them before taking an NFL snap, I, I couldn't do it. I would probably have him a lo- little lower, you know, mm-hmm. to, between 15 and 20, I would probably say. Right. So I don't, um, I don't love the landing spot. I I do think that he'll get vultured a bit by um by by Josh Allen, and I don't hate Singletary. You know, not that he's any 
you know, anywhere near the talent of Brees Hall, but I think he's good enough to take some, some carries and catches away from him. And I, I, he's not a terrible pass protector. So there's a case to be made that Brees Hall could only be a two down back, even though he, he does have some, some receiving chops and he's a pretty good receiver, but so Singletary and they don't really do that. To be honest with you. That's my other problem is they don't really throw to the running backs. You know, a lot of rushing quarterbacks are that way. Sure. That, that option is taken up by them running. Mm-hmm. You know, once they, they get to that point in their progression, that's taken up by them running. So the, the, the team teams generally don't even run that concept, mm-hmm. you know, with, yeah. with quarterbacks like Allen and Lamar and even Mahomes, you don't, he doesn't throw the backs that much. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just that style doesn't lend itself. I think it's, there's a certain type of quarterback that checks down a lot. Mm-hmm. you know and i don't think that they're especially josh allen with that big arm and his running mm-hmm. ability it just i think the coaches realize he's never going to get there in his progression so why even have it as an option why, why not either put another receiver on the field or another blocker you know or or keep the back in and the pistol to help pass protect mm-hmm. yeah you know so when i look at it i see um i see an increased usage in in rushing uh, I see a high-powered offense, right? That it's it's one of those like um, rising tide lifts all boats kind of thing mm-hmm. for me uh, when I look at like overall offensive performance, um, you know. And and I see, you know, Singletary is for me meh, you know. And I think these these two are are more dynamic now. At the same time, the top twelve comes from I think when I think of, of where I have my backs um, see when you say like acres and Dobbins, right. I've already got them at like eight and nine, which means I've taken somebody from there down, which is probably like Dalvin cook or Alvin Kamara. Right. So I'm very comfortable putting Spiller in front of Dalvin cook. I'm very comfortable putting Spiller in front of Alvin uh, Spiller, uh, uh, Brees Hall in front of. Okay. Right. Cool. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. And, <laughs> okay. And, and Kenny and Kenneth Walker. And, and I, I, I think Barkley's at, at my 12 right now. Mm-hmm. So like right there, right there, I, I'd be okay with it. Um, so, yeah. Think- so, those, so those guys you, you mentioned kind of are, are in different places for me. Mm-hmm. So to sneak into my 12, it's different than, you know, you're, you're eliminating Antonio Gibson and Elijah Mitchell. You're not, in, you're not eliminating um, Dobbins and Akers. Yeah. I, th- I actually think Spiller is a better fit than Walker. For um, Buffalo? Yes, for Buffalo. I, I okay. actually really like Spiller's skill set for them. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I, I found him to be – well, oh, go, go ahead. Tell me why. Well, he's a hammer, you know, and yeah. I really like – I really like, first of all, I really like power backs paired with rushing quarterbacks. Also, they have a lot of dynamic downfield um, – with possibilities, uh, uh, potential. They have a lot of dynamic right. downfield potential already with Gabe Davis and Stefan Diggs still has speed and can get open. Um, I mean, he's not, he's not your go root guy, but he can still get open on, you know, deep outs and posts and ins. And, you know, I just, I think that they need somebody to work the short to intermediate, which Spiller would be really good at. And he's probably the second best pass 
um, root runner in this league. Out, I mean, in this draft out of running backs, my opinion, um, Rashad White's a better root runner, but I, I think they could benefit from somebody like Spiller that can get open in the middle of the field as a running back. It's not easy for a lot of guys to do. And I think Spiller can. I also think he's got really good feet and would be an excellent goal line back. Um, yeah. Maybe that, maybe that's, that's a chance for Buffalo to save somewhere and tear on Josh Allen by not, you know, giving him those carries. So I was, I was putting an article together today uh, about Spiller that's going to come out later this week. And I chose, um, I think I chose Falcons and Texans over the bills. Um, so the, the bills draft at, uh, at 57. Uh, and then I, if I'm correct, I, they don't have another pick until 89. Right. So barring any trades or anything like that is 57 too high capital to spend on Spiller. I don't think so. Okay. Um, but it just depends on, I'm not, I'm not well versed enough with, you know, on the bills to know what their other needs sure. are. So yeah. I'm not sure what they need on defense. Uh-huh. And there may be a player at 57 that they value much higher than a running back. Um, I, I am getting the feeling that um, Brees Hall is going to go in the thirties somewhere and Walker's going to go late thirties and forward into the forties. Like yeah, a lot of times, I, once that first running back goes, the second guy goes pretty quickly mm-hmm. after. Yeah, and what I've seen is a, a wide range for, for Spiller anywhere from like the mid-second to like the early fourth. Mm, so, yeah. you know, who, so who, who the hell knows with, with all that, right? I, yeah, I think one of the, the biggest – I'm sorry. One of the biggest unknowns in this draft is where Spiller is going to go outside of the quarterbacks. I think, I think if I was Buffalo and I wanted Spiller and I was at 57 and I had 32 picks until my, my next pick, uh, I would – you know, I'd, I'd, I'd say let me look at this and say look at all these teams that want running backs – whether it's because they are employing more of a rotational committee as the trend grows, or whether it's because they need a lead back like the Texans and Falcons. I looked at my list. There's a lot of teams that, that could use a running back and a lot of teams that I've heard are in on them. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know if I'm, if I'm Buffalo, I, may, I might try to grab them there and, and not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it also depends on what, what's their strategy. Who, I don't really know what their approach is going to be. They've shown in the past that they're happy with kind of sitting back and taking a lesser back like Singletary or Zach Moss, Mm -hmm. but maybe they look at those as, um, you know, not good enough. And maybe they feel as though they need to um, spend a little more draft capital on a back. All right. One more. If then you ready. Absolutely. If, Jalen Tolbert, who is already my wide receiver eight, who I already have a crush on, gets really solid day two capital. Like Watson, he will be above where I will be able to take him. Interesting. Yeah. And not, and for a different reason than Watson. Not because, okay. like, um, for Watson, I'm kind of, like, down on him and he's going to take an earlier than I would want to take him. I think Tolbert's going to be overdrafted by, by people because the hype is going to be so big and I'm hyped and I'm <laughs> not going to be able to get there. You know what I mean? It all depends on where my picks fall. But, like, say I have the 2-6 and I am comfort- and I think, oh, I'll get Tolbert there. I wouldn't be surprised to see him go at, like, a 2-3 if wow. he gets really – yeah, so, yeah. 
okay, then I'm with you because I'm I'm not taking him there. I think a lot of people are warming up to him, and I think I think if he gets a a, a good landing spot, I with good capital, I I, I think he he's going to be one of those one of those guys where like you know maybe not a lot of people knew about him or liked him very much, and then you know they watched the NFL Network draft coverage, hype up his skills and all that, and they're like, ooh, I like this guy. And you know, I, I mean, he is a dynamic player. If you yeah. watch his highlight film, you are going to love him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I. And and something's going to happen this year that we, you know, a bunch of things that we don't expect, but some like things are going to happen with these receivers that we don't expect. Like the year was it two years ago when Van Jefferson came out? Just so many draft guys loved him and thought mm-hmm. he was just um, such a lock to be a solid number two wide receiver, and everybody was calling for him to go in the second round, and he he went late third. I oh, want to say. Yeah. He went a lot later than a lot of people expected and just wasn't the thing that he, that he was hyped up to be, you know, that uh, if a guy goes in the third, a wide receiver goes in the third, I think is a big difference in, in dynasty players minds than if Mm -hmm. he goes in the second. Yeah. Right. So uh, I just, that's going to happen with some, with someone at least one player this year, he's gonna, like a wide receiver that we like. Who, who the hell knows? What well, if something crazy happens and, and and Dotson or Sky Moore fall to the end of the second or into the third, mm. you know, and and Tolbert goes in the middle of the second. Yeah. I mean, people are definitely going to start looking at me at the top of the second round, and I don't think that I will. Mm. Okay. You know, I think I'm going to stay the course on the research that I did on him. Okay, one more if then for you. You ready? Yeah. If it's a Saturday night and Jesse's on the clock, he's making a drunk pick. <laughs> uh, this year? Um, wait, I'm sorry. What was the preface to this? Is that, Was this an if then? What's if the it's then? A, if it's a Saturday night, then... Oh, okay. Jesse will be making, and then Jesse's on the clock. Then he'll be making a drunk pick. I'm going to disagree with that just because <laughs> this year, um, as we've talked about, you you and I uh, are doing a thing with uh, Dynasty War Games. You know, we're doing a, a live draft on Friday night. So I expect to probably hurt myself pretty good on Friday night to the point where I probably will want to lay off on Saturday. Oh, well, I just mean I just mean any Saturday. Like you're in the middle. Oh, of slow, any Saturday. You're in the oh, middle okay. of a slow rookie draft, and Jesse's on the uh, clock. And like, ah, oh, this could be a wild card. Yeah, nah. that could happen. That could happen. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. There's always the potential that that could happen because you know, um, <laughs> I am the I love everybody drunk. Mm. You know, everybody's my best friend. So yeah. I could definitely see myself on the clock. Oh, I love this guy. I'm taking him. How can I not take him? Yeah, that could happen. Right on. I could see. Okay, just about time to land the plane. Any any final thoughts? We uh, we've hit draft week. We've been talking about the rookies a lot. We've been talking about some scenarios. I think more than some other years, this draft has some uncertainty and fluidity to it. Anything else on your mind? Uh, yeah, man. Just we made it. <laughs> We're yes. crossing the finish line. Yes, yes, I'm just so happy. Yeah, I I. I've this is my first year of being a full-time content creator mm-hmm. when I say full-time two days a week plus yeah, exactly. guest appearances but <laughs> yeah 
Um, this is my first year doing this. And so I have talked about this ad nauseum mm -hmm. and uh, I am to the point where I'm starting to question my own analysis and I don't yeah. like that. So I'm just ready to get it on. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah. Last night I was doing some, some final uh, tinkering with my rankings and I'm like, dude, like it, I'm going to resist that. I'm not going to do it. It's pre-draft. Like, you know, it's like yeah. where you have him seven or nine doesn't, matter it's just you know let's just go with it right yeah exactly <sighs> all right so uh let's uh let's close this out um right jesse on. uh plugs find us at find me at dwz underscore war games yep is that right yep you got it and find brian at ff underscore junkie nope 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 <laughs> damn That'll be uh, FF Junkie underscore. And so what are you doing Friday night? Uh, so Dynasty War Games is hosting 7 p.m. Central, a live draft, uh, live draft coverage. So it's going to be a party. We're going to uh, we're going to follow the draft. We're, gonna, you know, obviously not going to announce the picks <laughs> as they come out. We'll wait for ESPN and then we'll talk about the picks. But, yeah, we're going to play games. We're going to have a lot of guests. Um, it's me, Chad, Mendoza, Mike Casper, our normal uh, co-hosts, and then Brian's going to join us for as much as he can. Um, invited to join us for the entire time, if you'd like, my friend. Um, as long as my, my old ass can stay up, I'll be there. Right on. We're going to be cycling in and out some other guests. We've got Shane Manila um, committed, I believe. I got a yes from Brandon Lejeune. Um, obviously, I'm trying to skew it towards Philly. <laughs> Obviously, uh, we're going to have uh, Dallas Hyder, uh, believe Kyle August, and mm -hmm. hopefully um, a guest appearance by uh, Papa Memphis and my brother Jerry Sinclair as well. So we're going to be cycling in and out guests, uh, playing games, partying and covering the draft. It, I, I, I can't wait. It's probably going to be the most fun I can have with my clothes <laughs> on. <laughs> you better you better you better be uh practice that bleep button for uh for shane <clears throat> yeah that's right he's gonna get us kicked off our youtube feed <laughs> so uh i will be there and then night previous night one uh the fantasy and frames crew will be doing our uh our night one stream uh gonna be a lot of fun our team is bigger than it has been before Plus, we have a couple sort of like uh, friends uh, of, of Fantasy and Frames who are going to pop in. And, you know, that is going to be more of a let's just uh, turn on a stream and have fun sort of thing. Um, you know, definitely some analysis as well. But uh, but just uh, you get to watch us watch the draft and uh, react and uh, get to see Nate Markham uh, and his notebooks with the depth charts of all 22 positions on all NFL teams. And he will tell you about every offensive lineman that gets drafted where I just don't like know whether they exist. And uh, it'll, it'll, it'll be, uh, it'll be a lot of fun uh, for us. Uh, Dynasty fever. We are going to debut our live stream on uh, the fifth uh, next week and have a, a, a live mock. Uh, live go to Mayo, baby. mock. Yeah. So uh, we'll see how that works out. Uh, we'll see if we mess up the technology there. Uh, you can find the show on Twitter at Dynasty Fever Pod. All right. Happy draft week. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening.